Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Um, So I just want to introduce today's guest, Latoya Stone. She is a certified spiritual life coach, and um, she's just released a book named Life Lessons That Lead the Soul. And so we're starting out with Latoya because we've been working on money mindset. And I thought it would be great to have someone who not only approached their lens Um, to money, not just from a technical sense, but like the spiritual um, sense of like, how do you get your mindset right when it comes to money? So please, let's give a round a warm um, welcome to Latoya Stone. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Black. Great. So great to have you. So um, we've known each other for quite some time and I've seen your... um, your growth as a coach. And so I just wanted to know, like, what are some things or um, actions that people can take around their mindset when it comes to money? Yeah, that's an excellent question. You know, me too, actually have struggled with um, creating a, a money mindset only because of like past experience and family members and, you know, things like that and that generational um, mentality. And so, um, one of the things that I, I think is really important is one of my teachers says this all the time is that money is an analogy, right, for my own natural and energy yielding, right? So just understanding that the energy that I'm putting out is going to get back to me, right, in all areas of our life. And so money is just one part of it. So it's the same thing, right? If I have a lot of money, but I only keep it underneath my mattress, there's no way that it's going to circulate back to me because it's under my mattress, right? So from that mentality and and opening it up. So I'm an avid uh, affirmations (laughs) person. And so I've used affirmations definitely a lot to support me within um, shifting my money uh, mindset. And at the same time, I've used practical tools to challenge me. And when I say tools, I mean action steps to challenge me so that it can shatter those made up stories or old thought patterns, right? Um, and, and I consistently do that. <laughs> you know, some things I think, oh, it's not going to happen or, or whatever. And, and then just consistently working through the, the affirmations as well as creating goals that really scare me financially (laughs) Um, so that I I then have to allow myself and the universe to support me for where I am. So that those are some of the things that, um, you know, I'm constantly working on, you know, I I wouldn't even say that I'm, you know, fully there. I think it's an ongoing process. 
Right. So you named a couple of things there. So you spoke about affirmations. And was that an acronym when you were speaking about the exchange of um, energy with the money? So I definitely want you to spell that out again slowly because yeah. I, I was like, oh, that's cute. I need to write that one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and, I, and I'm not even going to take the full credit on that one. I'm just repeating one of my uh, spiritual moms said, said that. And when she said it, it was very uh, profound for me because I realized and became aware of how I had looked at money as an outside thing, not into my own personal energy. So it just shifted the way I started to view money. And so money being an acronym with my, as the M, own with the O, natural, N, energy, E, yielding why so that just supports me to understand the circulation you know um and, and because i think many times what people tend to think is that i'm just gonna hold on and it's just me 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 my my mine <laughs> and it really can't go anywhere right because if everybody thought that we would have nothing um and so that supports me in, in recognizing that sometimes I, I do get the opportunity to to give and allow it to come back to me. You know, I have to spend in order to receive, right? And so it's that ebb and flow. It's the cause and effect of our life. And that's just a universal law. And so, you know, I, I kind of took money outside of what universal laws were before. And now I'm incorporating it more into my understanding of how I can allow it to support and work for me. That's great. And are there other affirmations that you use or that others can use to help them in their financial journey? Yeah. Um, so I, for me, affirmation, you know, just to kind of talk about that for a little bit, you know, it's really positive short sentences that are a declaration of something that is true, right? And and it doesn't mean that it's true because it happened to the fullness of it yet, <laughs> but it's the mere fact that my mind can even come up with the idea. And so for me, I like to use affirmation in the format of I am because, um, you know, research has said that I am is the most powerful set of words in our English language, right? Because everything after I am, I will attract in some space, in some way or form. Now, most of us are working on the unconscious. So I wouldn't say I'm consciously doing it, but maybe even unconscious, I'm attracting it to, to me. And so once I became aware of that, like I started to see how within my family, <laughs> there was a common language. <laughs> and that language was I'm broke, <laughs> which, which now makes sense of why things, you know, happen and unfold with the way it did. And, you know, and no judgment, they did the best that they can at the time that they, you know, and the information that they had at the time. And, and I think they did a fairly decent job. So for me, using the I am, I'm declaring what is true. So my affirmations, just to name like a couple, like I'll, I'll say something like I am abundant, right? And so that, that can, those words can vibrate within me and I can attract the abundance that I desire. Um, you know, I am open to receive well all areas of my life, right? Because it has to be in the willingness to be open to receive, you know? Sometimes I think like we have like, uh, you know, 
doors with our names on it, but never like are open to, to, to receive what's there for us. And then, you know, just I'm grateful for my finances, right? It may not be where I want it to be yet, but I'm grateful for this right now moment. And I know my gratitude will attract more to me. Mm-hmm. Those are great. So, so you have an acronym, you have affirmations. <laughs> and what I heard you say is that you start your affirmations with I am because those are powerful words and what you want to attract um, to you. Are there other um, tips or uh, actions that you took to um, work on your money mindset? Yes, yeah, so you know, I mentioned kind of like creating goals that kind of scare me, <laughs> right? Because to me, that that's like the rubber hitting the road, the road, so to speak, because it sh- that consciously and unconsciously shadows shadows the the old thought patterns. And so, for an example, um, you know, purchasing my first home right mm-hmm. at, at the age of 26, you know, um, in New York City at that, right? So <laughs> right, right, it, right, exactly. It, 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 <laughs> because oftentimes people say, oh my God, how do you live in New York? It's so expensive. So you were able to purchase your first home at 26 in New York City. We got to hear that story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so it's very interesting in, in the, the mindset of, you know, I've always lived in a house. So, you know, I said, all right, I want to get a house. Understanding the numbers, uh, I said, you know, I want to get a two family house. And, and when I was getting a two family house, I was very specific, <laughs> very, very specific because I wanted the two family house with a decent size basement so that I can live in the basement and collect rent from both floors. Mm-hmm. So that was a str- now, okay, again, a lot of people that's not going to hold the affirmation that's not going to um, really shift the way they have heard things in their home, all of the negative things can come forward. So what if you have the house and both tenants don't pay? What are you going to do? And blah, blah, blah. And, all of, and I went through up and down all of those things, <laughs> you know? And, and I think my mindset supported me within that process to be 14 years still, you know, able to say that I went through it all. You know, we've been through a recession and housing prices dropping and all of these different things, you know, where houses are in the water and, and things like that. And still being able to uh, kind of move through all of those journeys because, you know, what I'm holding true inside, it definitely fosters, fosters what I experience on the outside, no matter what the, the ups and downs are. And so, you know, and then to the point now where it just kind of, you know, runs itself where I can be looking for something else, you know, in New York City at that too. So I think this just challenging uh, goals helped me to shatter um, the old thought process or pattern. What I'm also hearing in you sharing your story is that you were intentional about the type of home that you want to um, purchase. And so could you speak about not only having the affirmations, but being intentional in your financial decisions. Yeah, intention, man, that holds true for everything, right? Um, Because everything starts on the inside, right? I know sometimes our society makes us think that it's the outside, then it comes in, but really you are driven 
you know, like whatever you hold on the inside is going to be your experiences on the outside. And so, um, so I said that very clearly in the beginning and I looked through a number of houses. <laughs> I think I went through three different realtors because they would try to sell me on the look of, you know, the first floor or the backyard, but that's not what I was going for. <laughs> so it didn't matter. I, I would literally go through a door and just go straight down the stairs because that's what was most important for me at the time. Right. And so um, I think an intention is really um, about your desired outcome. What do you I want to experience and then allowing everything that's going to bring um, me that experience, allowing that into my space. And so I I just was very diligent on on that and intention will support you in all areas (laughs) of your life. So money mindset, health mindset, uh, relationship mindset, you name it. um, Intentions definitely support because it's, it's you calling out what you desire to experience Mm -hmm. setting that and then allowing everything to come into place so i know that there are people who will be listening to this podcast and say oh i like this acronym um or maybe i can do the affirmations and i kind of get the intention but like this can't happen for me because i have you know, X thousands of dollars um, in debt, or I only make X amount of money. How does your mindset impact your ability to see past those things and find your way um, to success? Yeah, I think that, you know, another great thing one of my spiritual teachers has said to me, what you do in one area of your life, you do in all areas. Right. And so once you create the ability to look for solutions, life changes. Right. Because if I'm focusing on what I don't have or what's not going right, I will never see what's right in front of me. And so what I've become very clear about, (laughs) because I've had many different jobs within the course of these 14 years. All right. Um, it's not what you make, <laughs> but the amount of my, I know so much gets uh, like put onto, you know, how much money you make. And I'm not saying that in the sense that you shouldn't strive for making, you know, a decent amount of money. However, what I know to be true is what I do with the money that changes my experience with the money. <laughs> so it really isn't that number. Um, and so if you're in debt and if you have, you know, outstanding bills or whatever, create a plan, right? That's part of the being intentional. So I know sometimes a lot of people, you know, hear me talking, they're like, oh, that just sounds all the way up in the air. And, and, and no, like I said, it's rubber meeting the road. Once you set the intention, right? It's kind of like uh, you, you can't just uh, ask and do nothing, <laughs> right? You, you, you create a plan of how you're going to allow this intention to manifest, how you're going to, you know, validate this uh, affirmation. What can you do? I think what tends to happen is uh, most often, and, and me included at times, I get you can get so bogged down by the problem that, were unable to see the solution. And so it can happen, 
you know, the way we um, make changes is very small, consistent steps over a long period of time makes profound changes. You don't have to save a thousand dollars a month <laughs> to make a right because the reality is probably what will happen is you'll do it for two months to be over, if even right. But if you're doing small steps over the course of three years or whatever it may be, you can see a large dent within the process. But I think we spend so much time talking about the problem, we do nothing <laughs> to you know create a, a more you know for financial stable situation or you know making better choices you know like we and that's the other thing make better choices <laughs> you know like what i used to do um at i don't know in my teens or in my 20s is definitely not what i'm doing now with spending my money yeah it's really interesting when you said um not necessarily setting the goal to set to save a thousand dollars a month because you know you might start stop that after two months so recently i have a um, big anniversary coming up um next year and so for my sorority and um i had invited my um, sorority sisters to save 25 dollars a month so that we could get to a thousand dollars and so I started that four years ago and <laughs> I actually went to this app that was helping me do that. And in the app, I noticed yesterday that I had $950 wow. <laughs> in the app and I had totally forgotten about it, right? And so it was just really small steps. And you know, who would say like, oh my God, who has the four years to save the thousand dollars? But I knew what the goal was. I knew that the anniversary would come up in 2021. I just set it in the app and I forgot it. I didn't starve or have to buy Peter to pay Paul because of the $25. Yeah. And it's crazy because it was a small step. Some people would say, you know, well, why didn't you put away $100? But at the time that I was setting this up, $25 was all that I could afford. And so um, I think that any there's no goal that's too big. It's really about trying to be intentional and set the belief that you could actually achieve it. So um, yeah. that's what I think it's about. Yeah, I think it's very interesting because, you know, I, I heard someone say one time, if you want to know um, where someone is, check their calendar and their bank account, right? So I think it's just about what we value, right? And so, and, and that's just where we get to place our energy. You <laughs> see, that's how it goes back to the energy, my own natural energy, right? So it's where you're going to put your attention and, and energy and focus and, and drive and and sometimes just our human nature we say one thing but we are putting our attention and energy and drive into something else and so we have to like kind of get it more in alignment so that we are moving in the direction we desire to move and, and you know it just takes practice you know I say it's a dance and as much as I'm saying what I'm saying right now, sometimes I forget to even remember that I know this stuff. <laughs> right? And then, you know, it just kind of goes in and out. But uh, I think also just the, the level of honesty and being real with myself supports me now much more than um, before when I would just not even be aware. So 
you've given us lots of tips and ideas that we can implement to change our money mindset. Tell us a bit about life lessons that heal the soul. Does it include financial tips or other areas of our life that we can help heal our soul around? Yeah, um, so it it's not really a money mindset book, but again, what you do in one area, you do in all. So it's about us looking at our life as a lesson to aid us, to propel us into what we're truly here for, right? And, and the way I do that is just through my own life lessons. So I just kind of um, talk about things that I've learned through my own experience. And then I'll challenge the reader for that day to think about their own experience. And then in some of the days I give some kind of healing work some hard work where they can kind of peel back the layers. And so also to take it kind of a one step back, you know, for me, what I do to support myself in, in being grounded daily is I read something like inspiring, motivated to kind of get me through the day <laughs> um, or to start off my day, let's say that, right, to start it off. And so years ago, I got this download. I call it downloads when I hear what I should be doing, right? And so I got this download, like you read every morning, you should do, you should write about your own lessons and they can possibly do the same for others. And it's a really healing process um, for me, just even in sharing my stories, right? So that's like my vulnerable moments of really sharing like what I've been through. Like, I feel like most people know who I am, kind of just like friends and family, but they don't know probably this stuff, <laughs> right? So that's my uh, vulnerable moment. And, and, and doing that with the intention of, and purpose to support others in their own healing process to do some self-reflection because the more we can be aware about who we are and why we operate the way we do, the better we can elevate our consciousness and our mindsets will change and, and be different. So it can be applied still to, to the money mindset as well. Great. So I'm excited. Um to read because I know it's in pre-order, but I wanted to be the first to get you on so um, we could hear about it. So what is the one action that listeners could take to get their money mindset right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm gonna be very cliche <laughs> and I'm gonna be based on what I just said as well because I do believe it's from the inside out. And, you know, research says that, you know, about 75,000 thoughts we have a day and the majority of those are negative. So that gears me to say we got to start from the inside. And so it's the reprogramming those little things, right? Like I mentioned, hearing my family say I'm broke. It's reprogramming that because that's a unconscious that I may behaviorally act out because I've heard it. So I'm going to go and say, start with creating the affirmations, start on reframing those things that you think about money so that then you can attract what you really desire to experience with money into your life. So have affirmations and do it for, you know, 23 days straight or 30, what you choose the amount of days, but just say affirmations on a constant basis. And I think it's a really great time that, you know, you're having this conversation about staying in the black towards as we go to the end of the year, you know, making sure that we do this kind of work so that uh, we can create what we want for years to come. 
Thank you. So I want to thank you for coming on and sharing really three solid ways for us to um, get our money mindset straight. And that is the money acronym, the affirmations and being intentional about our thoughts around money. Um, I want to remind listeners to go out and support your book, Life Lessons That Heal the Soul. I know that I can find you and I follow you at um, your uh, Instagram, which is Y-H-T-I-N-C, which stands for Your Hidden Treasure, um, incorporated on IG. Do you currently have a website or Facebook group that listeners can listen to? Yeah, so the website is actually yhtcoaching.com, yhtcoaching.com. And so if you missed her Instagram or her website, that information um, will be listed in the show notes. So I wanted to thank Latoya Stone for being uh, one of our first guests on Staying in the Black. I hope that you learned a lot about um, switching or getting your money mindset right. And we will see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.